Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. It's like I forgot about what I was going to talk to Grant about because I had it all lined up, you know, after uh, me listening to the Wisco Sports Show last Thursday. I, like, forgot about it because, you know, how egregious what happened was with the Badgers on Saturday and then all the good that happened on Sunday, right? You had the Ryder Cup, Team USA getting it done. You got the Brewers clinching the NL Central and you got the Packers and a phenomenal win. And then it dawned on me last segment talking to you, RJ. And then I'm like, Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show coming up. What are we going to talk about? Oh, my God. Hey, Grant Bills, good morning. Good morning, Evo. What are we going to talk about? Now I'm curious. Are you going to ask me about an irrelevant management decision from last Thursday? That doesn't seem topical. That doesn't seem fair to your listeners, to be honest, Evo, if I'm I'm being truthful here. Well, Grant, I don't come to your work and knock the broom out of your hands, so I won't won't tell you how to host your show. But, Grant, yes. I I mean, obviously we're going to talk NL Central, you know, clinch, the playoffs looming, what happened on Saturday, like I said, you know, the Packers, all kinds of good stuff. But, Grant... Really, just yeah. really, very quickly. Did I hear correctly last Thursday in the Wisco Sports Show after the Brewers lost and Craig Council pulled Adrian Hauser after 81 pitches? Did I hear Grant Bills on my own airwaves? Uh, obviously, lacrosse and Eau Claire as well, but my own airwaves, airwaves here in Madison. Grant Bills <laughs> flip-flop on Craig Council pulling pitchers early? See, this is... Did I hear that is, correctly? This is your... This is your problem, Evo. Like, every situation is different. I thought that was really bad. And I think Council just kind of fell asleep at the wheel. I think he had kind of a brain fart. Because the bullpen was already depleted, right? Williams was injured. Boxberger hasn't been pitching well. And they were on, what, Brett Anderson went an inning and a half the day before. And yet he's pulling Hauser after, you know, 80 pitches, six innings. It was dumb. It was dumb. And it didn't turn out to bite him because they won the division anyways. But that day I was very upset. Yeah, because I expect perfection from Craig Council all the time and on the the outlier off day when it's not perfect it's it's rather jarring I was upset I was actually told that Craig Council doesn't fart like he's actually never done it in his life he's always been perfect he doesn't he doesn't poop either he's absolutely perfect practically perfect in every way and when they clinched the division on Sunday I was almost moved to tears by his interview with Sophia Menner talking about man just what a great weekend for the fans you know Gallardo it was fantastic wasn't it Braun and and what's fun is Craig Council appreciates that because he's a Brewers fan, right? So like oh, it was yeah. really cool to hear. No, him talk do you about think that. do you think he was sandbagging then against the Cardinals so that they could do it at home on that special Sunday? <laughs> yeah, Ryan Braun's day. Because that would be a little Maybe. disappointing. I mean, that'd be a power move though. It was cool that they clinched on their last home game of the season. It's funny and on Ryan Braun day. And with eight hits and eight runs, the great eight. Do you guys think they should retire Ryan Braun's number just real quickly? Yes. I think they should, too. I mean, I don't really give a crap one way or the other about retiring numbers, but yes, why not? I'm mad about it. You're mad about it? No, I'm mad. mad. Uh, Rowdy once said that if Ryan Brown hit a home run ball, uh, well, hit a home run and he caught it, he would throw it back. Really? (laughs) You're principled, Ben. I have some listeners who call in all the time. diehard Bruce fans. You know who's not? You know who's not? Rowdy is very principled. I will give him that. But you know who's not? When I hear Grant Bills flip-flopping on the Wisco Sports Show. 
ridiculous. I'm not taking the bait. I'm not letting this. I'm not letting this great segment with all these great topics get derailed because you're trying to push my buttons. I won't do it. Push, push, push. Grant Mills of the West Coast Sports Show. I love you, Grant. Grant, a little birdie told me that you might be coming out of that Army game, Wisconsin Army. Yeah, that was me. Yes, yes, I will be there for the Army game, uh, and I think. I don't know if I'm going to get there Friday night and make the trip after work, because uh, some of us work long, arduous hours into the day. Evo, I know you're a morning show. Host. Yeah, you're talking you to him. Leave at 10 a.m. I, I, I know, um, but I don't know. But yeah, maybe Friday night I'll zip into town and then see an Army game. Which now I don't feel like. Are we going to beat Army? I don't know. Can Graham Mertz stand up to the the tough defense of America's armed forces? I'm not quite sure. I know you lo- you work those long strenuous hours but i mean we still might be working when you get back into town for our friday tailgate <laughs> yeah i have um we have our high school games on friday night oh. we got our uwl games on saturday yeah there's always something yeah, going uh, on lucky, but i will be able my, my, i'm meeting my family so they're going to be at the game too um so maybe they'll have to stop down to the red zone and see what a, a good Madison yeah. Times is all about. Your dad, your dad must not have heard you talking on uh, last Thursday then on flip flop, and I thought he would have disowned you for that. Uh, Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show joining us right now. So Grant, I got two, I got two Twitter polls out right now involving the Wisconsin Badgers. But real quick before I ask you them, what was your final takeaways uh, or takeaway? What was the initial thought when the final whistle blew uh, for that Soldier game or Soldier Field game, Wisconsin versus Notre Dame? You know what, Evo? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I had a blast for that game because I went to one of my favorite spots in town. Dells? And was with two really good friends. No, it was not Dells. Uh, we went to Bluffside Tavern, uh, which I can say without fear of, I don't know if I would get in trouble for saying that in lacrosse. We went to Bluffside in the afternoon and watched with a bunch of, everyone had their Badger gear on, and we enjoyed 250 Lineys Frosted Mugs and just sat there and, yeah, the, the game was bad, but sometimes games are bad, and I had a great time watching. Now, Graham Ertz might not be any good, and the Badgers might stink, but I had a great time, uh, so that was my takeaway. Well, as long as you had a good time, Graham Bills, that's all we care about. So let me ask you, all your friends were wearing Badger gear. Uh, one of our Twitter polls is up right now. Uh, Grant, are you interested in buying any Graham Ertz gear from his website? The options are yes, no, or I already bought some. What would Grant Bills do? Or have done. How expensive? How expensive is it? Is his gear a lot of money? I feel like maybe he 30, 30, 40 bucks for a t-shirt. What was it, RG? Remember, thirty bucks. Thirty bucks for a t-shirt. Uh, Twenty-five bucks, I think, for a baby onesie. Yep. Uh, I just he stinks. I would buy a Bart Houston hoodie right now. So I don't think no. I would buy Graham Mertz gear. No, I don't uh, think I would. Grant, what's the vibe like on the Badgers in the lacrosse area where you are? Here in Madison, it's like doomsday. It's it's not good. Um, well, the Brewers are amazing, and the Packers just uh, won. Yes, so is. I think we can kind of put them on the back burner. Like, whereas if everyone was losing, then we might kind of wallow in, in the struggle of Graham Mertz and the Badgers. But because we have other things to focus on, we're, you know us over here, we're, we're, we're fair weather when it comes to the Badgers. But once they lose once, our interest level drops in half because the college football playoff is out of the picture. So, I, I mean, the vibes stink. The, the, the vibes in the bar, other than me, uh, were not good. Everyone was up. What were you so happy about? yelling. I was just having a great time. I was day drinking, and I never day drink because I always fall asleep. But on Saturday, I wasn't falling asleep. I, I felt like I was like reached my final form because normally every time I drink in the afternoon, I fall asleep at the bar. But on Saturday, I was just I carried through. Grant Bills went super sane at the bar. Uh, Grant, could you sleep after Sunday night when Mason Crosby hit that field goal for the Packers to beat the Green Bay pa- or uh, San Francisco Forty ers Excuse me. How excited were you? Could you sleep? Wasn't that fun? That felt like Packers season started right there. I like said, week uh, one, Grant, sorry to interrupt. It felt like a team of destiny to me after that. Really? Kind of. Really? Yeah, I told him he well, was crazy. Yeah, Rowdy told me to calm down. I said I couldn't help myself. 
See, that was an amazing win for the Packers for a bunch of reasons, and that's kind of what I talked about yesterday. I think today maybe I'm going to talk a little bit about how good the 49ers actually are because they almost let the Lions come back on them, and they just barely beat the Eagles, who last night gave us our first actual terrible primetime NFL game of the year. It was bad. McCarthy the Eagles might be garbage. Yeah, the Eagles might be garbage. So today I guess we can talk about how good the Niners actually are, but I think for our Packers going to San Fran and getting that win and holding on and, and the comeback, it was it was amazing. It was awesome. I don't know how good the Niners are, but I think that win was huge for this team, and I think it's going to get them going in the right direction. After the first two weeks, they look really disjointed, right? And I think Sunday night's game is going to go a long way in kind of bringing them together. Uh, Grant Bills of the West Coast Sports Show joining us right now. And Grant, I wanted to save uh, – I started with the Brewers. I'll end with the Brewers. Uh, what's your expectations now? I think I might have asked you this last week before you flip-flopped on the pitching thing. Uh, but, Grant, what's the expectations for the Milwaukee Brewers? Is it World Series or bust now that they've wrapped up the NL Central? Or is it just, hey, I just want to see them get to an NLCS and anything's possible from there? Um, well, we've seen them make the NLCS twice in the last decade, and I think this team is better than both of those teams. I hate to say World Series or bust because we're Brewers fans and we don't often get this far, so I want to make sure I enjoy it, but... For me, I think if they don't make the World Series, it'll be a disappointment, honestly. And I, Evo, I told a friend the other day, get a load of this. You talk about where my priorities right now are as a fan. I told my friend the other day when we were talking about the Brewers that I would rather the Milwaukee Brewers make the World Series and lose than the Packers get to the Super Bowl and win. What do you, what do you think about that take? What? So, yeah, you, I know. That's, that's how on, bad I want on. them to get to the World Series. You would rather have the Brewers get to the World Series and lose than the Packers win a Super Bowl? Is that a really is that what, terrible Is that what take? you said? That's, that's how I feel. Yeah, I would rather take my chances of the Brewers getting there and maybe even losing than take a guaranteed Packers Super Bowl. That's how badly I want to see this team make the World Series. What? I, I Really? You I don't agree like, with this even one percent. Well, no, I'm a habitual winner. So, <laughs> do you like lose? You you embrace the loser, don't you, Brian Bills? I, I'm like very confused, and I'm gonna have to tie this in with running. So maybe maybe it'll make oh more sense. Oh my god! This is like going to like a cross country meet and, and like getting to state <laughs> and just saying, ah, no, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not gonna win state this year. Instead, I'll I'm gonna. You know, try really hard and, and try to make it to state one time in track Grant, in spring. Also, to, a question I asked you earlier. It sounds like it doesn't you, make sense, Grant. It sounds like you are going to buy Graham Mertz gear now. No, 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 no. Graham, Graham Mertz can't score. Graham Mertz and the Badgers outgained Notre Dame on Saturday. And they lost by 30. Like, they're a different level of that. All Ooh. I'm saying is I want the Brewers to make the World Series so bad what? that I would like – Packers yeah. are nice. I like. I'm all in on this Brewers team. I think you guys are very much misconstruing the. You the would sacrifice a Packers Super Bowl just to see the Brewers lose in a World Series. I've seen the Packers win a Super Bowl. I've never seen the Brewers make a World Series before. Yeah, but lose. I know? would sacrifice a Packers Super Bowl for a Brewers World Series, but I'm not sacrificing a loss to see another team lose. Grant. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Who that's fair. hired you? Oh my God! It's probably the same people who hired you. We work for the same company. I know that's why I'm confused, Grant. You're not the lowest notch, but you're down there. The lowest <laughs> notch are people that don't respond to emails. Yeah, I, I can't believe that this take is that this is a creative take. This is an interesting way. To I don't know, spin. RJ. What do you think of this? This is confused. I'm confused in this one. Like Grant Bills has stumped me. Grant, I did offer up my couch I'm, to you for that Army game coming down. And I'm <laughs> doubting. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'll I'm, sleep in the bushes in your yard. You don't even need to let me well, in. There you go. Hey, there's I, a hammock in the backyard. There is a hammock back there. I've I've fallen into the bushes. They're not comfortable. Just an FYI. Oh uh, well, at least it's shelter. It's something. I need I it. need time to digest and think about this take right now. I I, I guess I to a degree I respect you putting yourself out there by saying something so egregious like that. <laughs> but wow, should I? Should I see? Sometimes I, I take a trial run with takes on your show. Should I bring that out full force tonight on my show and see what the response is? David yeah. Minona is going to crush me. Oh, I totally! I, th- I think everyone table. should crush you for that. But yeah, please, please <laughs> put it out there on the Wisco Sports Show tonight. I'll be I'll be tuning in with keen ears, Grant Bills. I mean, Grant, he can't crush you that bad. Yes, you want to cheer for two losers since no one would actually win in your scenario. But Dave always cheers for losers. He's a Cubs fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Dave could not have less respect for me than he already does, so I'm really not worried about losing any love from Dave. I just, this is my point. That's how bad I want to see the Brewers make the World Series. So if you ask me if it's World Series or bust, I guess yes, Evo, it is. All right, Grant, well, you're, <laughs> I love you, brother. I, lo- I love you. I know you You tab me as, like, I could be old enough to be your father, so I love you like a son, Grant Bills. Um, I have to figure this one out. Right now, Daddy's a little disappointed, though. <laughs> not mad. <laughs> I was disappointed. <laughs> I love all of you. Thank you for having me, and I love the Bee Gees. I don't know the backstory on why we're playing the Bee Gees today, but I adore it. This is great. Yeah, and I do adore you. We'll check out the night of the Wisco Sports Show. I gotta, I gotta think about this statement you just made. Okay, we love you, Grant. Grant, right, real quick, would you consider yourself a millennial or Gen Z? Uh, Gen Z. Whatever helped me win an argument at the time. He's Gen Z because I'm right in between. Gen Z. Gen, Gen Z. Z. Yeah. 1997. He needs a safe space. I'm a Pisces. I just can't too, believe you make sense of that. Pisces. How the hell would you be all right with two second places and no no actual? Because first? he's Gen Z, he gets participation trophy no matter what. That's such cap. Oh my god, I'm going to talk about this on my show tonight. Hey, you guys have a great day. Grant, you need to work through some things. It seems like you guys go do your. <laughs> not thing. me. I just want to win. I just want to win. Grant, we love you, buddy. We'll hey, check hey, you out hey. tonight. See you. See you, homie. Have a wonderful day, guys. I will. Yeah. You as well. I kind of got lost in my my cross country and track analogy he needs to because I wasn't sure exactly what the sports what how the, they worked. What the f did he just say? He would rather have two second place trophies than one we, first place trophy. Why does our company employ him? I just can't believe. I thought you think you know someone, Rowdy, and then they they have a sports take like that, and it shakes you to your core, and you think to yourself, "Am I the crazy one, or are you the one that just is the crazy?" Like, all right. We'll come back to it. I have to let this marinate a little bit. But Rowdy, speaking of marinating, I just—it's such a bizarre take, and people agree. with It makes it. zero sense. And people agree with it, which makes it even more bizarre. Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show. I—the amount of messages that I'm getting, like I can't repeat some of them on air, about how dumbfounded. Like this one, Corey says that was one of the dumbest things Bills has ever said. Get that guy some. <clears throat> I. Okay, Rowdy. The other Twitter polls, I'm just shook. The other Twitter polls we have going right now is this. Are you interested in buying any Graham Mertz gear from his website? Yes, no, or I already bought some. Right now, 92, 92% <laughs> of the vote says no. 7% say yes, and 1% say I already bought some. So one person, one person in this poll has already bought some. I feel so bad for that person who wasted their money. Uh, you know, uh, Maytag man, Maytag. I Zach. hope it's at least nice material. Oh, it could be his parents. Uh, Zach and Wisco says, "I don't buy individual merchandise anymore. I'm too old to be wearing clothes with someone else's name on it." Yeah, I, I fall right there with you, Maytag man. It's um, like I don't want to be. I'm 33. I don't need to be walking around with a 22 year old's face, like you know, 
Graham Mertz. Some, I mean, I don't even know why I'd buy it. I voted no on the poll. I wouldn't buy it. Uh, I voted no as well. Our guy, Jermike's 29, says, who? Uh, Eric, he says, Eric, he said there should be a fourth option. Yes, when he becomes the player we all hope he can be. I just kind of, I um, want Eric to know that Graham Mertz turns 21 this fall. I thought he's 22. No, oh, no, no, he's, he's 20. 20. Sorry, excuse me. I guess I was it's wrong on my third, age. It's his third year. But again, he turns 21 this fall. Like before the season is over, he's going to be 21 years old. The best players at, at your age group, whenever you get to your third year in college football, go to the NFL. <laughs> That's what happens. You're he's not, not going to the NFL. He's not even reading past his first receiver. And he's not even making good reads on the first receiver. I think the, you think the XFL would take him right now if he wanted to go? Um, they so, would have if they never would have saw him play. Yeah, what we saw, yeah, that's true. Maybe there's an owner who's blind. Um, so what we saw Saturday was pretty bad, um, obviously, for the Wisconsin Badgers. I got comments from Graham Mertz uh, coming up. I, I, you see this other poll we got, though? Yeah, can you read it quick? I'm still trying to decipher Grant Bills. Yeah, so if you have tickets to go to the Wisconsin-Michigan game on Saturday, are you going to use them and attend the game or sell them to go to work? This is a poll that's a lot closer. Go to the game, 45%. Sell them, 55%. Oh, yeah, that was inspired by our listener, Bobby, who was in attendance for the Penn State game. And he says, I can't unsee. Uh, you know, it was like Sitting there was like torture watching that game. And then, obviously... You know, Eastern Michigan, whatever. That was like taking on a JV team. I'm sure Grant Bills probably would have been fine if the Badgers lost to them too. And then it was what we saw with Notre Dame. It was bad. Not good. So would you go to the game, use your tickets, or just sell them? And as Bobby suggested, I'm going to go work and make some money. I just, I still just can't. We have those two polls rocking, but I know we have to have a third. We have to have a third because Grant Bills, that was just. I can't get on the same thinking as someone like that. Neither can I. I'm a I'm a I'm an American winning machine. A big you hear it in our on our uh, in the stops here from Talladega Nights. I'm a big hairy American winning machine. I don't the losing thing. I just I don't know. I would say that I probably hate losing. Yeah, tell the story more than I like winning. See the phone lines blowing up. I'll get to you in one second. Tell the story real quick, Rowdy. Yeah, this so is a young Rowdy. Young, as in like I think we were fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade little league. Man didn't even want to see a boob yet. That's how and young he was. We had a pretty prominent person in the Madison area that was our head coach. And we were the second best team in the league the entire season. And we were one and one against the team that was number one in the league. And we go to the, the playoffs to start the, the little league playoff thing for the city. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're expecting to make a long run. We have two good pitchers and whatever. We get there for the first game and the coach goes, if anyone hasn't pitched this year and wants to pitch, raise your hand. I'll make sure you pitch in this game. Well, it's game, the playoffs. Well, what game is this? Playoff this game? is the playoffs. First playoff game of like the, you know, eight team playoff structure. We are the two seed. Okay. So a couple of kids raised their hand, never pitched before. Are they like the booger eaters? The ones yes, that like eat, yes, eat grass? Exactly. The- we end up losing the game to a team that we 10 run ruled earlier in the season, fully expecting to beat them again. Well, this is a tournament. This, this is the finals end-of-the-year playoffs. Okay. So we lose the game, get bounced out right away. Was Grant Bills your coach? No. He was probably one of the booger eaters that pitched, though. 
and they go up and you know it's like the it's the league the city league so they give you your little participation trophy like here thanks for playing in Stoughton Little League you know what I did when I got the trophy right in there right in front of our coach I spiked it like I just scored a touchdown <laughs> and left you left it in the parking lot all broken? It was broken in the grass. You didn't you Because didn't, guess what? What'd your parents say? We should have won. I don't care about losing. I don't want the stupid trophy. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't really want that trophy either. That's tough, dude. <laughs> then my dad picked it up. It still sits in uh in the room I got at home. Can you bring it in here? <laughs> it's cracked. Can you bring it in here? Because Grant Bill said he's gonna come down for the army game. <laughs> we'll hand him like I'll a roughly a 2004 Stoughton area Little League baseball trophy. I'll hand him the participation trophy. <laughs> it's cracked. It's in my room <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Morning, it's Doug. Hey, Dougie. What's up, brother? I got three topics here. Okay, I'm quick listening. Quick, three, three quick. So I would sacrifice a Washington football team championship for a Brewers win. I would do that. A, like a Brewers winning the World Series or just a the World Series, yes. Yes, I, w- I would. Well, I'll gladly Not take you up on that because I don't care about the football team. Yeah, I know, but just me personally. Second of all. So, wait, okay, as a football team fan, that's your number one team. You would sacrifice them winning the Super Bowl to see the Brewers win it all? Yes. Love it. Thank you. Easily. Second thing is, I don't know if I'm going to come down after the Badger performance. What do you mean? That, that was the plan. Bro. That was the plan. I, I don't know. You said you're going to come down and get party with us in Michigan. I know. I bet it's game time decision. But Dougie. I think I will. I, I think I will, but. Dougie, did you not yeah. have a damn good time with the over the line boys? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you, and be honest, how much football did you actually watch while we were partying at the red zone? Yeah, dude, that was crazy. Not a whole lot. So then, then you can easily come down for the <laughs> Michigan Wisconsin game. That is, a good, that is a good point there. So that I know. I'm, a, I'm a master debater. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Third thing is, I saw a picture of Bernstein on Twitter. I think he posted it. Yeah, Matt Bernstein. Yeah. You want to do the what, what drill do you want to do with him? That's yeah. I will gladly bow out of the Oklahoma drill after seeing that picture of him. <laughs> that guy has. That guy is looks like a fullback. Does he still look the same? Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, I I think even though I was honorable mention '98 defensive end, <laughs> I will still I will bow out. No, don't bow out of – Bernstein's here this week. Like, I think he's already here. I'll get him on air. Yeah, like, he was in Chicago for the Notre Dame game. I can – I'll get Bernstein in the studio this week, and you can call in, and you guys can, like, set it up. I'll have to eye him up first because if he's – if he looks anything like that pitcher, I'm like, I will – Well, I mean, I mean, we we see Bernie a lot. How big is he right now, Rowdy? He's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, eh, he's not that big. He's probably like 6'1 or 2. Okay, I'll give him 6'2". Probably what? Okay. What do you think he is? Probably a solid 270. What are you, Dougie? I am 300 pounds, 6'2", 300. Oh, you guys are, I mean, I mean, you got a little on him, but you guys are close. I'd, I'd pay to see you guys do the. You he, know, that he has down. no neck. He looks like a fullback. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's like one of the Bern, greatest fullbacks ever. Bernstein's listed at uh, playing weight here, 6'1", 265. I will, I will eye him up. I'll, I'll bring the pads. Well, you know what's going to happen. You're going to you're going to get a couple beers in you at the red zone <laughs> along with Bernie and it's going it's going down, dude. Yeah, so then maybe it, it might equal out. So yeah, there you go. There it is. Um all right, Doug. Well, thank you for sacrificing the Washington football team for the Brewers to win the World Series. Yes. See yes. you, buddy. And we'll you're see you, we'll you're see you, we'll see you Saturday. Yep, yep. All right. <laughs> see, you, see you, Dougie. Hayden Hayden's doubling down here. Bernsey's doubling down. He goes, "Let me ask you this then. Would you take one Packers Super Bowl over never seeing the Brewers in the World Series?" I think I would. I'm, I because think I, I would too. 
you know, okay, it but would that's be not, cool. That's not the topic. It's not the topic, but I think I would still take another Packers Super Bowl because they're they're raising the trophy. They were the champions. They were the best team. The Brewers, the Brewers never making it to the World Series just tells me the Brewers franchise just sucked. One of the greatest moments in my life. I, I remember some of the greatest moments in my life, Rowdy. Getting married to my beautiful wife, Jen. Um, I don't remember the my birth, but that would be up there. <laughs> seeing you Kate, don't remember that? No. Seeing Kate Winslet's boobs on the big screen TV, uh, uh, Titanic in the theaters, when I was uh, you know an adolescent. I'll never forget that. Just wow. And the Packers winning the Super Bowl, not once but twice in my lifetime. I would put that actually above Kate Winslet's boobs. That was the first um, movie I ever saw him in. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to see a Brewers World Series like more than any other team in the probably the state of Wisconsin win a championship right now. But I'm not going to sacrifice a Packers Super Bowl just to see him play in the World Series. I want to win. I'm there to win. I'm not there to watch and say, oh, well, we made it. It just... Bernsey also says it is one year of giving up a Super Bowl to see the Brewers play in the World Series. Then he kind of twisted it around to you. Would you take a Packers Super Bowl to never see the Brewers play in a World Series? What are you talking about, dude? Grant Bills basically, no, basically, he said. he's brain, Br- Grant Bills is brainwashing people on the station. We, we, hmm. Grant, I would rather have dead air tonight than I think the two hours of the West Coast Sports Show. <laughs> that, that, we're going to CBS early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your that that's your punishment. That is your punishment. All right, we're you gonna, still have to come in and do the show. Yeah, but it's just but, it's but just, we're going CBS. Yeah, we're going CBS. You still have to do the show though. All right, so Rowdy, let's talk. I just we'll work on the verbiage of the Twitter poll. It's insane. Now Bernsey's trying to like he's trying to twist and turn and get out of it and change the narrative. No, 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 not on our watch, dude. I want to see championships. I want to see. The Bucks win the championship. Sorry. I want to see the Brewers win the next championship. Then I want to see the Badgers attempt to make a Big Ten West championship. <laughs> and then I want to see a Packers championship. Uh, all right. So speaking of, yeah, I want to see everyone win. I don't want to just see I my team get there them, to lose. But I'm not going to trade. If you told me, hey, if you let the Milwaukee Brewers go to the World Series, we will give you. Or Sorry. If we take away a Packers Super Bowl, we will give you a Brewers World Series appearance? No. no. I want to I see no. the championship. I, I would rather just keep losing in NLCSs then. Because at least you you had a really fun April through yeah. er, you know half of October. Let me ask you this. Do you think do you think Buffalo Bills fans love the fact that they went to four Where's straight Super Bowls? Where's our boss? Bring in Randy. Where is he at? Did he love seeing four straight losers? If you are a Buffalo Bills fan, did you enjoy seeing your team go to four <laughs> yeah. straight Super Bowls and losing? Did you like that? Did it make you feel warm and, and fuzzy inside to know that your team went to not one, not two, not three, but four straight Super Bowls and lost every single one? Did that make you feel good? Like as a as a Packers fan, looking at that Buffalo Bills team that made it four straight years of the Super Bowl, it's incredible. It's incredible because, one, it's hard to do, but two, how you couldn't figure out one time to win it. You'd have to always go back to those years and go, we were right there every single year. Did did, did you like that? Did it make you feel nice and bubbly? So I've I've been to Cleveland. I've been through Cleveland. I've been to Buffalo. I've been through Buffalo. Man, we're Johnny Cash over here. They're literally like the same town. 
One's just more on the East Coast, and the other one is more Midwest. Well, I mean, Cleveland's got the same. And you know why they're the same town? Because they have a bunch of losers. (laughs) (sighs) It's Believe Land now? Yeah, and then LeBron gets him one championship and then leaves. He didn't even (laughs) want to stick around to try and do it again. What a confusing topic. Let's go to the phones. Who's this? Birdie should uh, sacrifice all those gift cards he got in college. If it isn't Dave from Monona. Yeah, I mean Birdie. I mean all all the gift cards and free shit you got, free stuff you got in college. You probably want to sacrifice that. I want a dumb topic. I mean Birdie. It's, I mean it's no wonder you and uh, Short Pants up in lacrosse sacrificing. No, like Nelson said, you don't sacrifice nothing. You, it's it's all wait. Hang all on, about Ber- Bernie Bernstein's not sacrificing anything. We were just going to set him and Doug up to do a what was it the Oklahoma drill? Yeah, this is all Grant. Bills. This is all Grant Bills. Your buddy Grant Bills. Oh, well, Grant Bills ought to be sacrificing short pants. <laughs> I mean, anybody who walks all across wearing short pants shouldn't be, you know, a little strange, but no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, he said, Dave, that he would sacrifice the Packers winning the Super Bowl for well, the Brewers just to lose in the World Series. Not win, yeah. lose. I mean, short pants ought to be worried about getting a date than worried about sacrificing a virgin. I mean, she first. Uh, no. rumor, rumor is he might have a little uh, last under his wing now. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, when they realize he's uh, he, he goes both ways, she'll, she'll figure out real quick that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, the first sign will be when she walks into his house and sees kibbles and bits. Uh, hey, Dave. Kibbles and bits. Kibbles and bits. Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. Can you actually? Yeah. He brought this up when he was on earlier. Is there any way possible that you can lose more respect for him? Yeah, he did bring that up. What, Kibbles and Bits? Yeah, Grant Bills. No, Grant Bills, he, he's just he's just weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't I can't even I can't describe I can't describe he's, him. He's just I weird. Mean, I love his show. I love Grant. I love Grant. I'm like yeah, dumbfounded, but I have to like get back on track. I'm really off rails right now. I have to get back on track. Yeah, now that I know that today I'm gonna call his show and I'm gonna set him straight. I mean he should be yeah, hey, hey Grant, would you sacrifice a virgin? You know, God knows you haven't been with one for, for, for a Brewers win. Well, first of all, the Brewers aren't going to win. And second of all, Nelson, you Whoa. said, quote, when we had lunch, I'll bet you lunch the Brewers win the, uh, the World Series. I would you never had know. RJ, you, yes, you had RJ yesterday, who's the biggest fancy flower, talking about <laughs> changing the rules on bets. Dave, who isn't in your crosshairs today? Jeez. I know you have some issues with the eyes, but I think you're having issues with your ears because I never <laughs> bet you a Brewers World Series out of lunch. Ah, uh, shoot. I got, a, I got a customer calling in. They have these people. Dave, oh, what are you doing? Hey, Dave. he's got a customer calling in Yeah, now. get out of here. I hope that dump button's working. Uh, yeah, who's this? What up, man? All right, I'm gonna, I got to pause the music for you, Mitch. Mitch, I mean, dude, I, I'm sorry. Everyone listening, they're like, you know, I'm beating a dead horse right now. I'll get back on tr- track here. I'm so shook about Grant Bills. I got to get back on track. But, Mitch, what's up? No, I was going to call him out with you. Okay, please. Here's the thing. Listening to his, first of all, this is why I, I am and always will be team Ebo and Rowdy. <laughs> not only not only are you guys are better looking, but you make a lot more sense Thank too. You. Thank you. But yeah, we're some wild, he, we're some wild boys. Well, he goes on and on about, oh, we're we're looking at things. You know, we're 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 not worried about clinching. We're we're thinking about playoff baseball, this and that, and going on and on. And then he's just satisfied with the World Series appearance. 
That's a loser mentality. Get out of here, dude. I yeah, I think I should revoke his standing seven forty Tuesday segment. Get out of here. Man. Like, how can you be talking about oh we're 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 making playoff moves. We're thinking about the playoffs and being like, Oh yeah, I'll just take a, a World Series appearance and call it a day. Mm. Not only just taking the appearance, but erasing something from another team. Yeah. Like I was just I thought I knew the guy, I was trying to make a man out of him and now I just everything I just I have to go back to the drawing board. This is Maybe he he uh, he picked up some extra stuff at that uh, concert that he went to, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know. He did go to that Grateful Dead show. Right, right. You, got a you figured you'd have some coyote. kind of. I don't know. He must have got on the wrong stuff. I don't know what it was. Maybe yeah. he got. Maybe he thought he was doing some like like some some shrooms and he was just taking estrogen. I have no idea. <laughs> estrogen laced shrooms. Where else can you get content like this? Mitch, I mean, uh, all right. Here, here. I just, I'll, I'll reset. I'm gonna reset. I'm gonna go r- run around, slap myself in the face, get back on track. We'll hear from Grammar's next. Mitch, thanks for calling in and then uh, teeing off on Grant Bills with us. Yes, sir. See you, buddy. <laughs> all right. Grant's listening. This has turned into just a 20 minutes of just teeing Bur- off on Grant Burns, Bills. Burns, he's now really going through it. I think I've received about five, five block messages in a row. Oh God. He goes, okay, I'll put it this way. I'd rather see the Brewers play in a World Series and have a chance to win, so not guarantee a win, but no, a no, chance, no, than give up guaranteed. a Packers Super Bowl for one year. So now he's, he he's keeps saying, twisting and turning. He's saying that he will give up a Packers guaranteed Super Bowl for the Brewers to have a World Series chance, aka to play in the World Series and maybe win. You know what, uh, Bernsey and uh, Grant, we're going to get you a job application to go work at Auntie Anne's in the mall because you guys are twisting like a pretzel, dude. You, this argument of yours keeps twisting and turning. Actually, I would like to read something to you. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Do you want some music or anything? or? Can you give me like old-time NFL, like classical music? Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let me, um, yeah, here, one second. Let's see. Here you go. Let's see if this is it. Can you picture the frozen tundra, the old Green Bay Packers of the 60s winning championship after championship, winning the first two Super Bowls ever, them naming the Super Bowl trophy after their legendary head coach Vince Lombardi, the Vince Lombardi trophy? Mm. When Mike Holmgren and Brett Favre finally captured that trophy, they said the Lombardi trophy is heading home to Titletown. Here's a quote from legendary head coach Vince Lombardi. Show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. End of quote. (laughs) No, I don't want two seconds. I'll take the championship. Okay. Okay. Hey, Grant Bills, drugs are bad. Okay. Whatever you're smoking, put the pipe down. It's time to embrace winning. We are not losers over here. And Vince Lombardi probably rolled in his grave when he heard what Grandpa was say. Just to say, shout out, what the hell's going on out here? Show me a good loser, Rowdy, and I'll show you a loser. Those are words to live by. <laughs> That's when are. men were men, Grant. That's when championships were championships. You know, Rowdy, we had Hooters last stand on the east side of Madison. We got Wisconsin Badgers last stand starting Saturday. 
against the Michigan Wolverines. And you know what we have right here on Over the Line? This is man's last stand. Rowdy and I take up the mantle for man's last stand. Grant Bills, you're done. You shoot off of these airwaves. Evo, have you ever played for second place? No, I played a win. Thank you. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It makes zero sense. I'm Why fired would up. you even ever want to play if you weren't going to win? I'm, fi- I'm fired up right now. This is man's last stand here. Wow. Like, I get it. If you were, like, in a tournament and you lost right away, you'd like to come back and try and get, like, third place. Yeah, I get it, because you're trying to continue to win. I don't get how you'd make it to the championship and be okay with losing. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and, yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet? You win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Oh, man, I love this highway of information we ride on every day. It's getting lit. Phone lines blowing up. The people are setting fires everywhere. Turned on. All right, Rowdy, I did promise we'd get back on track with some other topics besides just guns blazing on Grant Bills and the people who are siding with him about uh, embracing losing, which I could never get behind. Well, we have an update here. No, <laughs> We gotta we get have, off this topic. Another, but. We have another update from Burnsy. Okay. Because, the, oh my the, God, <laughs> these are the updates. He is he, writing novels to you. It's like War and Peace on Nelly's phone. That's why I'm saying I would have a chance. I would rather have a chance. I was misunderstanding what Grant Foley said. I think Grant misunderstood Foley too. I would <laughs> 100% give up a guaranteed Super Bowl for a chance at a World Series. Um. So I get that a little bit more. But the Grant thing, Grant clearly said, I... It's all saved. I have the air check. I would rather give up a Packers Super Bowl than to have the Brewers just make the World Series and lose. That's what Grant said. He said he would give up a Packers Super Bowl, the Packers winning a Super Bowl, for the Brewers just to lose in the World Series. Yes. Yeah. Let's not let him off the hook. No. Because now he's on Twitter trying to change yeah. what he oh, said, dude, too. He's, he's been we texting me nonstop. We have the receipts. Grant Bills is also texting me nonstop about how I'm misconstruing his words and this and that. Grant, I have the air check saved. We know exactly what you Sounds said. Sounds better when you say, we have the receipts. We have the receipts, Grant Bills. You can't bleach them. You can't You can't delete them. Yeah, no whitewashing here. You can't put them through a, you know, a paper shredder, Grant. We have the receipts. All right, Rowdy, get a bit back on track here. We'll hear from Grammarts at 9 o'clock. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save Grammarts at 9 o'clock. Uh, something that kind of got swept under the rug yesterday, and rightfully so. We had a lot of stuff to celebrate and also Normally one... that's why you keep receipts when people try and yeah. sweep it under the rug. Exactly. Uh, a lot of stuff that uh, we got swept under the rug yesterday, Brewers related, because, you know, uh, Mason Crosby hitting that field goal to beat the Niners. That was electric. You know, having the Ryder Cup, that was electric. But the Brewers clinching the NL Central was electric. But Rowdy, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. It couldn't have been written any better than what happened Sunday. Yes, the Brewers winning the NL Central, but how it happened, right? Ryan Braun Day. Ryan Braun was back at American Family Field. His final hurrah, last hurrah, send-off at the Brewers faithful because he didn't get it last year. 
Last year, there was no fans in the stands. Bronny, who, you know, without trials and tribulations of his career, right? Bronny needed the proper send-off. And since we weren't going to sign him, right? Brewers weren't going to pick up his... Well, op- did you see what he said? No, I have, I have some comments coming up. Did you see what he said in one of the questions he was asked during that day about how he was in talks with the Brewers? Yeah, he was almost was going to come back. Uh, do you believe him? I... I don't know. I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna but, let him. I'm gonna let him believe it. Yeah, because I've believed Ryan Braun before, and I came up snake eyes. I'm gonna let him believe it. I don't believe him, Rowdy. I'm gonna let him live his truth for Brawny. But here is Braun. So listen, I wanted the Brewers to before the retirement thing happened. I wanted the Brewers to sign Ryan Braun for like a one day contract, if that's even a thing in baseball. Hell, they got John Axford for one dollar. Uh, why couldn't they get Brawny? What was Braun's option? It was $15 million coming into the season. But the Milwaukee Brewers decided to decline the option and pay him his buyout of $4 million yeah, this year yeah. to not play that's, for it. And that's fine. The Brewers, you know, maybe could have paid a dollar, bring back Ryan Braun. Let him have let him have one last game to have a proper send-off. Maybe just for the day, we call it Miller Park again. And Brawny's up there and, you know, has some late game heroics. And we all give him the standing ovation and say, well, job well done in your career. Uh, obviously that didn't happen, but the fact that Braun was in attendance, American Family Field, for the last home game of the year, regular season, and for it to be Ryan Braun Day and him to officially retire, and the Brewers clinched the NL Central was nothing short of poetic. It was it was beautiful. I loved it. It was the perfect send-off for Braun outside of getting him back in a uniform and playing. And Brawny, uh, here's a little supercut for Braun of you know, what celebrated uh, that day. Ryan Braun forever. I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude and joy. I, I seriously don't have the words in my vocabulary to properly be able to articulate how grateful I am for these fans, for this experience, for the last 15 years. Better than the sound of that bat, Rowdy. Long center field. At the top of the fence. To the third baseman, VR. Lauer coming home, and VR can't get out of this game. It's How about that, Rowdy? A little supercut. Brawny, you know, getting a little emotional. Andrew Wagner, who was on yesterday, saying there wasn't a dry eye in the house when Braun was up there giving his little speech. Uh, the farewell speech by Ryan Braun, Rowdy. Absolutely incredible. Let's. Uh, We've kind of been on this topic. Yeah, it was really cool. That yeah, we didn't give it his due diligence. The, you know? Yeah, it was cool that they had, like, Carlos Gomez, Giovanni Gallardo in for the weekend. They're on the Wall of Fame. Yep, they got a win. And so was... Uh, there's Gallardo, Gogo, and another one on the Wall of Fame on Saturday. I'll yeah, I'm blanking look. who that was, too. But I'll regardless, they got a win on Saturday. Obviously, they won Friday night in a big way. Christian Yelich responded to some of the motivational things that I said earlier that morning. <laughs> you you definitely inspired him. Sunday, you had Ryan Braun Day, and there was some Bob Euchre stuff going on, and they got a win. Obviously, it was an awesome three-day sweep. And, I mean, yes, 
a lot of people said it was poetic that they could do it, it at beautiful, home Rowdy. and that they could get it done on the final day. But this kind of just goes back oh, to God, what, what we were talking about the last 30 minutes. It would have <laughs> been nice if you could have at least split with St. Louis where you didn't get absolutely embarrassed by an interdivision rival. And I don't care how poetic the NL, it was. Brody, I'm won. about winning, Ebo. I wanted to see it clinched they, earlier. They won the NL Central on Ryan Braun's retirement day. It was sometimes, 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 Rowdy, do you ever think that sports sometimes are rigged? Or like, like you know, kind of just kind of yeah. massaged ask, a certain way. Ask me way. about some bets when all of a sudden it just burns you the worst it could in the last second possible. Yeah, maybe. I know it's not Friday, and we do the Conspiracy Theory Friday sometimes. Well, actually, I think... Oh, sorry, Rowdy, but I was going to say... You could potentially say it is because you have some of these these faint-hearted that would rather, you know, trade a championship and a third place for two second places. So, yeah, I could see some people getting bought off. But could you see in maybe anything's possible in this world now, up is down, left is right, right is wrong. Nope. Have you ever, you know how they say every man, backwards. His, every man has his price? Yeah, Ted DiBiase said that. The million dollar man. I'll be completely honest with you. Aren't you, some, aren't you always for some things like winning games versus losing games? I don't think I'd ever have a price. <laughs> I'm serious. You wouldn't be a part of the uh, the Black Sox scandal, Rowdy. You've been one of the guys I, trying to win. I hate to lose. Same. Do you, listen. I'm not saying this happened, but as it being poetic, written in the stars, maybe the Brewers are just like, let's take a couple games off against the Cardinals because we know we can beat the Mets, and we'll do it on Ryan Braun's day on Sunday. Like, I hate to lose, and Conspiracy I'm not, a, theory I'm not Tuesday. a sellout. Conspiracy Theory Tuesday. How about that? Hate to lose, and I'm not a sellout. I don't... That's fine. I don't think I could. I'm not saying I am, man, but, yeah, I'm just saying. There you go. Ryan Braun getting his due diligence. If we couldn't sign him to a contract and let him go out there and swing that stick around, at least at least we got him out there while the Brewers clinched the NL Central. Yes, Rowdy? No, nothing. Just should have should have got it done in Milwaukee earlier that week. <laughs> All right, here's what we're going to do. Texted oh, K-Rod. K-Rod was a third. Carlos Gomez. Now I forgot the other one. Carlos Gomez. Does anyone feel like, yeah, it's the Yo, wa- Vonnie Gallardo and K-Rod. It's the walk of fame. It's like the, the wall of fame, like the different things they have. Does anyone else feel like they have, like, too many... I don't want to say obscure, but guys that really like weren't that great or didn't well, put, have like no, big time Brewer listen, careers. I love John Axford. He had one good season with the Brewers. They put him on the Wall of Fame. Well, it's like okay, Trevor Hoffman was with the Brewers for two years. Yeah. Right, what did I say? You said John Axford. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Trevor Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, he had one good year. He was there for two, and yeah, he was the all-time saves leader until Mariano Rivera broke it. But <laughs> really, one, Trevor Hoffman had one good year. Yeah, and he was like 40. It was electric. I mean, you're in the you know. What was it? Uh, for whom the bell tolls play? Like, is that really wall of fame bells. or walk of walk of fame worthy? Man, we got some problems, and they were exposed big time Saturday at Soldier Field as Wisconsin just got trucked by the Fighting Irish. Well, I mean, okay, did they get trucked though, Rowdy? I mean, what was the score leading to what, the end of the start of the fourth quarter? Thirteen ten. Yeah, it was 13 to 10. Wisconsin was winning with about 14 minutes left yeah. before that kick return, which made it 17 to 13 Notre Dame. Because start of the fourth quarter, Wisconsin went down and, and made a field goal, right? Yeah, and if you look at that entire game, you go back, you rewatch it. The Wisconsin defense only gave up about 10 points where there wasn't any special teams doings like kick returns or there weren't pick sixes 
or there weren't um, turnovers before the drive occurred. Mm-hmm. If you look at clean starts for Notre Dame, the Wisconsin defense only gave up 10 points. <sighs> All the other drives in which points were scored came from special teams, uh, pick sixes, or turnovers prior to that. Graham Mertz. Is that not wild? It's Notre wild. Dame is a top 10 team in the country. And then, then look at the Penn State game, too, that Wisconsin lost. Now, I'm not saying Wisconsin should have won against Notre Dame, but you could easily make the case that Wisconsin should have beat the Penn, or Penn State and Indian Lions, right, Rowdy? Oh, for sure. But man. I mean, if Graham Mertz could simply hand the football off cleanly, they win that game against Penn State. Yeah. Um, that that's it. Yeah, it's totally. It. Then they don't have you know a conference loss. Obviously, I guess they only have that one loss then because they tuned up Eastern Michigan. Well, I looked at that um, schedule at the beginning of the season, and I go at the very least, Notre or uh, Penn State was a toss up. You had Notre Dame that was a toss up. You look at the the schedule and you go Iowa is always a tough game and they're going to be good this year. That's a toss up. Yep. Then you had Michigan and Minnesota. Right now, they've lost every single toss-up game, and they were winning every single one, or should have been. I don't, like That's why it's even more frustrating. And then it's like, well, I want to throw this team in the trash, but then when you, what you, you look at what they've done and how they've played these games and how they were winning these games and how good that defense is, and then you look at the other teams, like we'll say Michigan, for example, this week, well... Michigan, I mean, they try and run the football. They play good defense. They try to be a bully. Their quarterback's a question mark. They don't like to throw the ball because they know they don't have a good quarterback. Yeah, they barely squeak squeak by Rutgers. Exactly. So it's like you can't count them out in that game, even though, like I just said, you want to throw them in the trash because of how bad they've been. And then you look at it and you go, well, Penn State's a top five team in the rankings right now. Notre Dame's a top 10 team in the rankings right now. They've only lost to top 10 teams in games in which they were winning. And they've played like ass so far this season. Like this is a team that if, if you have a, a uh, season win total, like myself over nine and a half, (laughs) you're currently one and two and you need, yeah, you need at least nine more wins in the last nine games. But you look at the schedule and you go, in theory, they could still do that. Even though you want to just, Let's look at the schedule. You're totally right, Rowdy. I mean, you could make easily make the case that it should have been Penn State and said Graham Mertz rears his ugly head with the I would I would put it on Graham Mertz as the reason why they lost the Penn State game. And then they go and tune up Michigan or Eastern Michigan, excuse me. And then I look at Notre Dame and I would again put the uh, loss. I would if you're taking the blame pie, I would give the majority of the blame pie to one Graham Mertz, right? Can't we say Graham Mertz is the majority of the reason? He's not all of it. But can't you say that Graham Mertz, Penn State, and Notre Dame look at him and say, hey, man, I don't hate to do this to you, but you're the majority of the reason why they lost. Well, you can't pin it on the defense. That's for sure. Nope. And then when you look at the offense, you can't pin it on the wide receivers, tight ends, or running backs. Nope. The only two places that you can look at and say, man, you guys really need to get better is the offensive line and the quarterback. But I think if you watch the games, offensive line play, very inconsistent at best, but... There are still times where Graham Mertz had time where he just had to get the ball or on just, time or, or just hand the ball accuracy off. wise. Well, I mean, I don't blame the offensive line against Penn State when Graham Mertz to hand the ball off to Ches Malusi instead of putting it in his like they, they his, could definitely his, right, play right in better, his chest. Right? He put it in his shoulder pad. Yeah, they can definitely play better, but I think if you watch both games, if Graham Mertz was more accurate, if Graham Mertz did not turn the football over, even though the line played inconsistently at best. Yep. Poorly even Yep. 
they still were in line to win if the quarterback took care of the ball or threw the ball accurately, in which he didn't. And we were all sold the bill of goods that Graham Mertz was the second coming of Jesus. Fool's gold, Rowdy. If, if he is supposed to be the second coming of Jesus, I might have to look into other religions. Yeah, yeah. I think you might have to start practicing some Buddhism. Maybe uh, you ever heard of the, the flying spaghetti monster? You could get into that one, maybe. Uh, let's go. <laughs> well, it's like it all falls on him more just because. Well, how about Aaron Rodgers? He's just he. I saw him on Instagram starting like gurus now, like uh, like Zen gurus. You could have the Zen philosophy. Now. Like I would never have these sky high opinions if Graham Mertz wasn't a four slash five star recruit. If Graham Mertz didn't toss five or six touchdowns at that high school All American game. If Graham Mertz didn't come in in the very first game that he played in as a starter and, and lit dominated. up Illinois. If I never saw him play, you know, not asked to do much when he was a true freshman, but he looked pretty good. Yeah. I got some alarming stats when it comes to Mertz and the offense. Everything said, everything is trending up for Graham Mertz in the Wisconsin Badger program until basically after the Michigan game of 2020. You ever uh, look into any other religions, Rowdy? Like you ever, like, you, ever you ever go down that road at all? No, but I mean, Graham Mertz could have me questioning it. <laughs> All right, Rowdy, we got uh, we got two Twitter poll go, uh, Twitter polls, excuse me, going on right now, and one is a landslide. The other is actually a pretty good poll, as Young Ben Kenny would say. As long as it's from 50 percent each, you know, we got a good Twitter poll. Well, this one was more just in jest of what we saw happen Saturday at Soldier Field. That would be the Wisconsin Badgers getting throttled, mostly in the what thirteen minutes left in the fourth quarter. I guess the Fighting Irish Rowdy. Yeah, that's yeah it was 13 to 10 with about 14 minutes left until that kick return. So after that game, uh, it was very evident, right, that um, the offensive line not great. But I would, if I'm if I'm serving up a pie and the the person who's get the most of a blame pie, as Ben Kenny once said, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, a blame pie. The majority of it is going to Graham Mertz, in my opinion. Yeah, same as you, Rowdy. I think there's only really. Two, yes, they did give up a kick return, but special teams overall was a little bit shaky on mm. Saturday. But overall, through, through three games, I don't think there's been an issue. It's offensive line and Graham Mertz, and I go one, Graham Mertz, two, offensive line. Good morning, guys. Hey, Ben. Can I say something about the special teams? I mean, well, I turned your mic on, so yeah. Since Paul Chris took over as head coach, they have been a problem, and they have not gotten better since. You look back at a lot of the big games the Badgers have played, they, they have made losing plays on special teams, and they have cost them big games. I don't think that's getting talked about enough. Well, the story is Graham Mertz. No, the story is Graham Mertz, but we also, it, it's just the same same old of well, I think special Paul teams Chris, killing Paul them. Chris, I think, is a Packers fan as well. He's a Wisconsinite, and the Packers and special teams have always been just terrible for as long as I can remember outside of like maybe like a year. So, I mean, it just goes hand in hand. But, boys... And Ben, let me ask you really quick. You're 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 closer to the age of Graham Mertz than I am, and and Rowdy's not too far behind. But are you interested in buying any Graham Mertz gear from his website? And our <laughs> our options are yes, no, or I already bought some. Ninety two percent of the vote right now says no. Rowdy, I voted no. You voted no. I voted no. Ben, what would you vote? Or do I, you, or I was do you never already have going some? To. Neither was I. Yeah, like even before the season started, I was never going to buy this. Like Graham Mertz could have gone out; he could be like the leading Heisman candidate right now, well, and I still wouldn't buy it. If gear. he would have came out, had his Illinois game, and then played 
that electrically, I guess you would say, for the rest of that season, you're going to have a lot of 25 to 45-year-old men buying baby Graham Mertz onesies because he was that that awesome. Yeah. Like, think about if Russell Wilson did what he did in the one year that he had at Wisconsin, but yet he had another year to come back. Oof. You would have had a ton Woo! of men lined up to get Woo! their babies the little onesies. Same thing would be said for Graham Mertz if he looked that good an entire year. But it's one game, and that's all it has been. And if you keep watching him, that might be all it will be. He's Uh, bad. Yeah, by the way, real quick, um, 6% say yes, they will still buy some, and 2% of the vote saying they already bought some. So two people in this poll of everyone that voted said yes. About two, maybe three people. Maybe maybe they wanted to get that baby onesie because they're like, oh, I don't care if my kid throws up on it. And then the other poll we have right now. Uh, so a listener-inspired poll, our guy Bobby called in and said, Bob, uh, he was in attendance for the Penn State game, and he said it was so bad that he it was like torture. I think maybe he said he'd rather be waterboarded. I, actually, I just made that up. But he said it was bad, but he still has now tickets to go see the uh, Michigan game. And he said, could you guys do a poll for me of what I should do? He goes, I have tickets for Wisconsin versus Michigan, but I also have the opportunity to go work and make some money. So he said, should I use the tickets and attend the game, or should I sell them and go work? Sell them. 40, or I'm sorry, 55% of the vote going to sell the tickets. Do you know why you sell them? Because Michigan is ranked. And what have we learned, if anything, throughout Graham Mertz's career? He is physically incapable at leading an offense against a ranked defense. Rowdy, you said you'd go to the game and use the tickets. I'd go to the game because it's uh, Wisconsin's last stand. Now, have you ever heard of the story of Custer's last stand? No. Have you heard of the story of Hooter's last stand on the east side of Madison? I have. Okay. So now I, I am saying that it's it's the Badgers' last stand, but since you... I have. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Custer was what? A, a war general for the United States Army, and they were out to Native Americans, and they were uh, battling. Well, Custer's last stand, they all get killed. So they're done. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Badgers' last stand. It's now or never. Well, what's crazy about this whole situation is... Have you heard of Achilles' last stand? No. That's a Led Zeppelin song. Oh. <laughs> They're only 0-1 in Big Ten play. I know. They still have. Okay, I have comments coming up from Mertz and Danny Davis and um, whoever else I have. But that's what they – or Chimri DK. They say, hey, we still have everything in front of us. We're, we only had one loss. That's why it's the last stand. That's they got every single week to quote Brett Bielma. It's 1-0. What's insane is entering the season, I said they would lose one of either – Penn State or Michigan, and then one of either Notre Dame or Iowa. And, well, they've already lost two. Like, in theory, they could still go out and do it. They can win the Big Ten West just, I mean, after what we've seen. Graham Mertz has taken steps backwards in every game. Yeah. So, Custer's last stand also, Ben, was also, you could refer to as the Battle of the Little Bighorn as well. Just if you're up on your history. But they all die. Thanks, guys. It's the worst. It was one of the worst U.S. Army defeats. Just, just, just to bone you up on history there. Hmm. I was actually out there. It's, it's quite the. That's quite why the trip. this. We talked about this earlier in the show. That's why this is so frustrating. Because coming into the season, you looked at the schedule like, okay, Penn State's a coin flip. Well, they had all off season to to get ready and and for Paul Crip, Paul Chris to prep for this game. They didn't look very prepared. Then the same thing with Notre Dame. You're coming off a bye. We know that. Uh, in his history, Paul Chris has done really well coming off of buys, and when you have long layoffs of time, coming up with uh, he's five and three. 
he was five and one. Okay, well, now I, okay. he's five and three. Well, okay. that's what I'm saying. Five and one is pretty good when looking at it, and you go, oh, now they just uh, they looked bad and okay. very disorganized against Notre Dame. But now the rest of the season, Minnesota doesn't really seem to be a thing anymore once Ibrahim went down. But you still have Iowa. They lost to Bowling Green, Michigan. Like those, those would be your four coin flips. Listen, you lost the first two coin flips. The only person that's happy with the state of Wisconsin football right now, as we learned earlier today, is Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show. He's he the is? only one. What did he say? He said that he well, well one. Th- I'm I'm like advancing the story for him. Grant Bills said that he would. Oh my! I don't think I can even say this. That he would deny a guaranteed Packers Super Bowl. Just for the Brewers to get to and then lose in the World Series. What does that have to do with the Badgers? Well, I'm saying oh, the only person that's happy with the state of the Badger football team right now is Grant Pills because he loves losing. Ah, keep up. I see. You get your coffee in you yeah, yet? There, uh, I'm. I'm midway through. He, he essentially said he would trade a, a first place trophy for two seconds. Guys, Wisconsin's nine and nine in their last eighteen games. They haven't beaten a ranked team since Minnesota I know it's bad. in 2019. Like. Ben, here's another one. Maybe since, this program just isn't where we thought it was. Since winning 82% of his games, Paul Chris, in his first three years of the job, he has now won 62% in the last three-plus seasons. I mean, it's still winning, obviously, but when you go that 5-5 five and five the last 10 games and 9-9 nine and nine their last 18. And what's the key to that? Because the defense has still been amazing. The, the run game has been okay. The quarterback just sucks. So you're not buying any of his gear? I'm not. It's not good. It was their seventh straight loss against a ranked team, and they have fell to three and ten in their last thirteen. Wolf, <laughs> buzz your girlfriend. Wolf. Wolf. But here's comments from Graham Mertz. As I said, I'd get to it, so I'm a man of my word. Mertz says he's not focused on the past. I mean, last year a little bit, but um, yeah, in the end, it just comes down to playing good football. I'm not. I'm not worried about the past. I'm all I'm focused on is Michigan. Obviously, you have to learn from Notre Dame, Penn State, and um, make sure it doesn't happen again. But I'm not, I'm not focused on going on the past. All, all I'm focused on is the future and, and trusting my process. God, what's up, Ben? As a, as a guy from Philly, when I keep hearing people say trust the process, I cringe. Well, yeah. All I think about is losers. Not, not you, just you know the processes that Philadelphia, I hear from Joel Embiid. How's that working out for Ben Simmons? I, whatever process Mertz is trusting just isn't working. All right, let me ask you. Rowdy, I'll start with you. I'm just sick and tired of hearing Graham Mertz talk, to be completely honest with you. Like him well, I guess, I guess him, him, him going up there more clips and giving up. the same old <laughs> – it's the same old clips and the same old responses every every time he stinks on the field. He goes, yep, I'm not too worried about it. We're just going to have to change something in practice. I know I believe in my ability and my blah, blah, blah. I'm confident. I'm, how many times do you have to see him play like crap and then hear him go out and talk like this until you're just like – Dude, you're kind of a punk. Just go play play well, and then no one will care what you say. All right, so let me ask you, Rowdy and Ben. I know you gr- you you like to grind the tape of Mertz because you were looking for positives in an Eastern Michigan game following that you know that Penn State drubbing. Were there any positives from Graham Mertz against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish from that quarterback, Rowdy? Did you notice any positives of Graham Mertz? No, I actually thought he looked worse than he did in the Penn State game. Ben, no. 
even throws that rowdy, no offense, that, that rowdy could complete on third and three with Kendrick Pryor having six yards of separation. He was he was triple pumping. He was hesitant. His footwork sucked. His eyes sucked. I, I really think a lot of it's a confidence thing. He can't hit guys down the field. There was not a single positive I took away. Because he, he didn't do anything well. He, he did not do a single thing ben, well. Ben, you do know that I can throw a football over yeah, have you mountains. ever Have you ever seen this guy on cork one? He's got the tightest spiral around. I've thrown it over, over some mountains once. Did you hear Peyton Manning on the broadcast last night saying they were scared going after Matthew Stafford at some like camp in 2008 because the spiral was so tight? Who do you think? I was Stafford? actually not Who allowed. Do you think? I was actually not allowed into the Manning camp that uh, Alex Hornerbrook won. Who do you think taught Stafford how to throw that tight spiral? Rowdy Razor. All right. Anyways, about Graham Mertz and positives. I see the phone lines blowing up. One second. I wasn't allowed into the Manning camp where Hornerbrook won. That's why he won. Yeah. <laughs> not even acknowledging it. Here's Graham Mertz on what he takes away from the Notre Dame game. There's some good, some stuff you want to build on, some that you want to try to eliminate, and that's obviously missing on location, being like a little bit too quick on a read, and then you're you're too quick, and then you end up being a little behind. So for me, it's just going back, looking at it, seeing what's good, what to build on, and then obviously you need to help them out on location a little bit more. Don't force some stuff. Don't try to make an extra play when it's not there. There's definitely some good stuff out of that game. What was good game besides the, the only, defense? The only thing that I could think of, like I'm, I'm, I went back and, like I said, I didn't watch it initially Saturday morning slash early afternoon. I was at a golf outing, so I DVR'd it. I watched it, ran plays back Sunday morning before the first noon kick. I, th- I can only think of one throw that I was like, "That's a good throw from Graham Mertz," and that was the one that Cundiff caught over his shoulder. I can't I can't think of any other throws where I'm like that's a good throw. Everything else I was like uh yelling explicitives like that's a throw. That's another off throw. He's awful. What's he doing? Like there were so many times where yeah, you can criticize the line for being inconsistent and not blocking well, but he actually had time and he had open receivers and he clearly missed them. It's a problem. They were open. It's he a problem. clearly missed them or he's not going through any of his progressions. It's strictly lock on the first receiver. If it's not there, crap your pants and then probably take a sack. Yeah, get happy feet and then and or throw a pick. Yeah. Or the one that I know it's been talked about quite a bit, but there was multiple can, uh prior ones where he was wide open on the first move. He didn't believe in the read that he saw and didn't have confidence to unload it out of the, out of Pryor's break. And then that's where the inconsistency and they didn't get the first down it's over and over and it's getting worse. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't see it getting better. Here's the thing. The only way it gets better is if everything around him starts to work instantly. If the run game is dominant, if the offensive line is great, Another problem right now is we're three weeks into the season. This is Wisconsin, a football team that is built around the offensive line. You still have a 10-man rotation on the offensive line. Joe Rudolph is putting in new units every single drive, and they can't win. They can't pick up a fourth and one against a Notre Dame defense without their best run defender. They're putting in Logan Brown, a former five-star recruit who looks really raw on fourth and one. He just gets totally blown by. Joe Tittman, the center, is getting crushed. Like, Mertz has been absolutely terrible, but there's no way it gets better because the offensive line has been even worse. Yeah, it's tough. What, what, what were we sold, though? After after Graham Mertz Fool's being recruited gold. here, being a four-slash-five-star recruit, that high school All-American game, we were he was billed as the savior of the program. He was going to be the quarterback. The guy that was going to put you over the hump and into the college He was playoffs. going to be the next Beat Ohio Russell State. Wilson. He was supposed to be the next Russell Wilson that the Badgers had, but they'd have him for at least three years. Yep. Well, when I watch Russell Wilson play, 
You mean Mr. Unlimited? I, I've seen after that they kind of had that defense disintegrate and a lot of that offensive line disintegrate around Russell Wilson. I see Russell Wilson look poised as hell in the pocket, move around, and still find ways to complete balls. I I was told that Graham Mertz was supposed to be all worldly. He he gets under pressure. He he loses it. He he yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And yeah. and if he's supposed to be the next Russell Wilson. Man, is he far from that? Well, we got Mike Glennon instead, because then he Mike Glennon beat Russell in NC State. Ebo, Mike Glennon's a professional. <laughs> Graham Mertz so at this point is praying to become one. You know, what we aren't talking about enough. I like Mertz was supposed to be the savior of the program. I think Jonathan Taylor was the savior of the program. He's statistically the best well, running back ever yeah. in three years. <laughs> no, but I don't think we talked about enough with him going to the NFL. How like further back this offense would be automatically? Well, I mean, look at look at Nikia Watson or Isaac Garendo running the ball, and you're like, oh, that's not they, they missed a hole that Jonathan Taylor would have saw, or oh, they got hit at the line of scrimmage. JT's still going for yeah. three, four yards. Right, we'll, They're getting crushed. We'll talk more about it coming up. I just got to get to the phone before break. Oh, they, oh, you were right there. You were right there, and then you hung up. Probably Mertz's parents or something. All right. Would we even want to take that call? Yeah, I'm curious. Like, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not bagging on the, the the person that he is. I'm just saying, what? Here's what nil has opened up. He's like, oh, you can't make fun of kids. You can't talk about kids like that. They're not kids. He's he's hardly younger than Ben. I know. They're Give not, him crap all the time. They're not. Yeah, Ben. Do you consider yourself a kid, Benjamin? I do not, but I'm older than them. Yeah, by two years. Yeah. There was a there was a time when it's like twenty three now. Well, you can't. Yeah, make, he's gonna be twenty one this fall. It's like you can't make fun of Wisconsin basketball because they're kids. Well, the Chicago Bulls starting lineup was younger than the Badgers starting All lineup. Right, actually, let's ask. I'm not ben, making ben, fun ben. of him. I'm just pointing it out. Ben, do you still see yourself as a kid? No. Do you do you? So then you wouldn't see me as a kid. No. Do you see me as a kid? Is I'm there, young at heart. <laughs> come come this fall. He, Graham Mertz is gonna turn twenty one. He can go out legally and drink at the bars. I'm sure he's already been there. Um. Is there anything that you and I he can, make can money. do that he can't do? Maybe what? Rent a car? Throw a football? Rent a car? He, he nil. You make money now. You well, make money. Here's now. the thing: you can make fun of it, but I there's no argument that it's hindering his play. Like, like there's no argument that it's that it's making these guys worse at football. 